Brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, live according to the flesh, but to live according to the flesh, you shall die. Romans 8, the epistle of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Before Adam sinned, there was a partnership between the body and the soul, with the soul, which is a higher principle, ruling the body. After Adam fell, the body rebelled and declared its independence and assumed an ill-begotten primacy over the soul. Since the body was not meant to rule, it became a tyrant, subjecting the soul to its demands. From that moment on, flesh would rebel against spirit and, res and resist with all its power the efforts of the soul to reimpose control. When Adam delivered the great refusal at the start of the human history, the body became autonomous and ruined the equilibrium that reigned in man's faculties and drives. Each faculty and every human drive and passion would then insist that it was the center of man in total disregard to all the others. So the sexual drive planted in man's nature for the continuation of the human race and the sacramental expression of God's love for us demanded, fulfill me, and became lust. The drive within man did the best he can, the best he could accomplish, demanded, fulfill me, and became pride. The drive to eat and thereby nourish the body demanded, fulfill me, and became gluttony. And so on and on and on. In the practical order, this is most evident, how hard it is to stay on a diet, how hard it is to stop smoking, how hard it is to forego that bit of boasting, that nasty word spoken to a member of the family, one more drink. Everything in man wants its own way. Can we then say that we are free? We are justified by the waters of baptism. We have delivered ourselves of the yoke original sin, but we carry about in us, in our bodies and souls, its side effects. We have within us the burden of concupiscence, which is that inclination within us to sin. Sometimes subtle, sometimes as powerful as a locomotive. There is a civil war going within us, a civil war. And if we could only admit it, there would be fewer people on the couches of psychoanalysts. St. Paul recognized the warfare within him and says in Romans 7, in words we can all identify with, the good which I want to do, I fail to do. But what I do is the wrong, which is against my will. St. Paul then explains this disturbing phenomenon. I discover this principle then, that when I want to do the right, only the wrong is within my reach. In, the in, in my inmost self, I delight in the law of God, but I perceive that there is in my bodily members a different law, fighting against the law that my reason approves, and making me a prisoner by the means of the law that is in my members, the law of sin. St. Paul says it better than I can. Freedom 
True liberation is to be free of sin. It is a pull, the pull towards evil, which makes me unfree. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Oh, so very weak. The road to holiness is the adventure of elevating the spirit over the material, subjecting the restless and adolescent demands of the body to the harmonies of the soul. Mary. Mary is holy. Mary is all holy. In Mary, there is no such battle as there is in you and me. Although she was a human being living in, in a perfect world, a wounded world, in which she suffered pain, she was singular. She was undivided. Rightly, Lydney of Loretto acclaims her singular vessel of devotion. Her soul mastered in harmony her spotless body. She had total interiority. She was God's completely. Her soul was his. Her body was his. And it was his so much that it became the tabernacle of his beloved son. So Mary could point to the Lord Jesus and claim, There is my body. There is my blood. Mary's life was a monstrance of God's love. Mary was the only person to love God perfectly with all her heart, with all her soul, and with all her strength. In her, God delights as in an April garden. She offers flowers and gives birth to joy, color, and light. In her is a scent of sanctity, like a single humble violet that, permeate, that can permeate the air with its perfume. She is the world's only liberated woman because she knew not sin. She was, from the first moment of her existence, in her mother's womb, totally God's. And whoever is totally God's is totally free. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.